2023 is in the books and it ends very much like 2022. Welcome back to the Done Pod. I'm Sam. I'm joined by Nathan, who is tucking into some sort of snack at present. You'd almost think we um, didn't choose to hit record. Hello, Nathan. It's, well, it's just a, 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 it's lunchtime, Sam, and I was just finishing some lunch. It's half past one. It's about an hour and a half past. It's a lunchtime. Saturday, Sam. <laughs> it's very the you know what it's like on a Saturday. Go on though. Hmm. Hello, how are I'm you? Are, about you me. are you this well? It's not about me. Are you well? Are you good? I'm excellent, thank you. Except when, for you know the obvious issues. Well, apart from the football, yeah. Um, Essendon three goals, thirteen. Yikes! Are defeated by Collingwood. <laughs> everything we want to be and more. Sixteen five one oh one. In front of about seventy five thousand at the MCG, so missing about fifteen thousand Essendon members. Myself included, you included. Yeah, I was no way in hell was I going. Yeah, sorry, you can't lose by twenty-one goals and then expect us to drive mm. twelve hours essentially to get there. Um, I'll read through the goal scorers because it's quite quite a quick job <laughs> this week. Wiedemann two, Langford one. There we go, finished. Um, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't laugh. You're allowed to laugh. It is true, my attempt at humour, even though you do say you're the funny one. Um, three goals, thirteen thirty-one. We thought last week was bad. We scored five six thirty six, I believe. I feel like last week was bad. Like I don't think we should. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. But still, um, initial thoughts from you, please. Oh, I am trying my hardest to temper my frustration and anger and disappointment and all those things, and try not to, you know, overreact because. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm still confused that the club that at the halfway mark roughly will go without, you know, sort of a, you know, by the at the buy round was looking like a top, definitely a top eight side. I don't think we we thought we were a top four side or anything, but you know, we were we thought oh we 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 could be around the mark at the end of the year if this keeps going. We played good footy against good sides. We've beaten a few sides below us, which we'd always sort of struggle with. So at that point there, things were good, and then pretty much the same group of players. Like we've even had players come back, like Peter Wright. We've somehow got worse. And I'm just super confused and super frustrated at some of the things I've seen the last few weeks that have driven me to the point of I've lost a lot of faith in, well, I think, the coaching staff. I won't put it to one individual, but I believe it's. I'm going to focus my attention. I think the players are at fault as well, but I think the coaching staff has done things I cannot work out. Mm -hmm. Well, just two things to back up that. So mm. after round 17, we were 36 points and 17 wins. Uh, 17 wins. Fifth on the ladder. Whoa, fine. No. Um, fifth on the ladder, nine wins mm. and seven losses. Fifth. Yep. From there, we progression loss, eighth. Loss, 11th. Loss, 13th. Win, 12th. Win, 9th. Loss, 10th. A ninth, sorry, and we are now tenth, I believe, and can drop as low as thirteenth. Which at this point, I'm okay with. I'm okay with this dropping at this point. Um, I did see a stat. I was just trying to look for it. Then that we're something in the last four games, we've had a percentage of sixty four percent, which mm-hmm. is beyond disgusting. Now you said something there about there's some blame on the players and there's some blame on the coaches. I want to just talk about, and this will be a monologue. So bear with Go. me. Go. I've, I've oversold it now. But anyway, um, after last night's game, I watched it, then turned it off at full time. Didn't need to listen to the Collingwood theme song. No. After listening to them do the Collingwood chant in the second quarter. Oh, God. Oh, my God. God. How how tiny is our club? 
Uh, Zach Merritt, sick of ending our season in August and it's time to get past being a mediocre club. Kyle Langford, it's a shit feeling. And there were other quotes from Kyle, but well, I can't find them right now. Now, hang well, on. Hang on. I, I, Do you understand the point of a monologue? Well, I can give you. I'll be asking Scotty oh, for some okay. answers because we had fifth or sixth. At, we were fifth or sixth at one stage. There you go. I just who, want to who was that? Here. Who was that? That was Langford. Langford. Okay, thank you. I knew. But I thought he said, "I'm going to ask Scotty for some answers." Right. So, thanks. <laughs> I I can't quite wrap my head around this. So, Merritt and Langford have joined forces and done a combined investigation in the club as to what's gone wrong, and they've cleared themselves essentially. It's a shit feeling, sick of ending our season in August, and it's time to get past being a mediocre club. Guess what? When you lose by 21 goals one week, you come out the next week and you concede eight in the first quarter, that's on you. Where was your effort? Where was your intensity? And this is the whole team, not just those two. Mm. What are you doing? Like You can't just sit there and, oh, we're sick of it. We're sick of being a mediocre club. You're part of it. You're part of the problem, clearly. Be part of the fucking solution. I just can't can't fathom that the, either the media departments told them to say that. No, that's pretty I consistent that, messaging. No, I, I think that's just generally their feel. I, I I agree with you, but see, I think that they. The concern for me is that we had this problem under truck, and the the rumor. Remember this rumor that. Mm-hmm. The players were driving the sort of, you know, culture of, you know, if they didn't like it, they wouldn't do it and truck would change. Now, we heard those sort of rooms, didn't we? Mm. And we're like... And then once you changed coaches and then we started playing well, mm. we started to believe and go, hey, they might have had a point. They might have been true. Mm. And then you look at how we finished last year against Port Adelaide and Richmond and then this year now against GWS and Collingwood and you're going, well, fuck, we're in the exact same position, albeit with four extra wins. Yep. But, I mean, again, the simple argument is we played West Coast and North twice. Yeah, and we had a hard scraped over North twice Mm. and West Coast one of those times. But last year we were getting flogged, like we were getting flogged at the start of the year. Like they didn't even turn up with effort. Like remember that first Geelong game last yeah, year? Yeah, I was in, I was playing in a cricket grand final, so I've, yeah, I and didn't watch we that. Yeah, and, and there was a few games in that, I think we played Port early on too. Those teams were just smoking us. At least this year we started well. Like, And, and that's what I'm really confused. Like we started well, things were going, you know, Langford was playing well up forward. They kept trying to put him back. We couldn't quite work it out. Um, you know, midfield group looked good. We, you know, we're seeing some new players, you know, in different positions or half sort of new positions. My point, thought, my hmm. point here a little bit is that if the players are feeling like that, and your yep. captain speaks for your club, yep, sick of ending the season in August, time to stop being or getting past and yep. being a mediocre club. Be better. Be better. Like, I mean, I don't want to single out players because it's obviously a collective, but. Yeah, the moment last week when Redmond dropped the easy mark and then just watched his opponent run away, you went, "Oh yep. well, shit, we're screwed." And the point last night where Luke Hodge was the first to pick it up on commentary, Myacek's having a shot, and Redmond's hands on knees, hunched over, looking at the ground, and yeah. the the actual shot didn't actually go that far over what Redmond would have been able to mm. sort of try and smother. You compare that to the effort of Jeremy Howe. You know, I think yeah. the fourth quarter, yeah, yep, the making a smother when you're 11 goals up and you <clears throat> probably could be forgiven for trying to keep yourself cherry ripe. Yep. The finals. They didn't, they, they, didn't, a bit of a dodgy arm. they didn't need percentage. 
Right. A win was enough. Yep. And you're still putting in the effort that's required or expected of and that's an and that's my question around well there was effort at the first half of the year like we were seeing all those effort we were seeing defensive running you know we were we were defending the ground better we was all doing we were doing all those sort of things but the last four weeks of the like we just got over west coast and north let's not even talk about if they'd been slightly better teams we would have lost both those oh games. and by a lot yeah and so this form had been happening for four sort of five or six weeks and but like, why does the effort drop off? And and my question around that is is who's is I understand that's the players to get up and play well, but in over that whole period, no one was dropped. It's not like like if you talk about Redmond's effort, you not you talk about other players when playing. No one was like they through the year they dropped Wiedemann because well he wasn't he, getting he, goals. He but, had a, a period of bad form. More yeah, so but than it's just... still. Was he the fault? Like I look at that and go, but that's not like that's actually a player we kind of needed. And I thought in that game last night, like I know he's kicking, but he marks the ball. We do not have a we do not have a tall forward, and and would argue probably not going to have a tall defender next year who can mark the ball. Like it's going to be the lack of BZT is occasionally marks the ball. Laverde doesn't mark the ball enough. He gets beaten by smalls and talls. You know, like our forwards. Wright hasn't marked the ball in the last three weeks, I don't think, unless no. it's been on his chest. Even Langford longer. is doing everything right. I'm not not going to pick on him, but no, at least with well, I can. The thing I don't get is at least, and and here's another one, Bryant. He seems to mark the ball too. Like you've got it in AFL football at the moment. You've got to have some guys that take marks, contested marks, and or just you know uncontested. But we do not have anyone that can take marks. And then you drop a player, and and my point is that so you don't. <clears throat> over the last five, six weeks, a horrible football. No one gets dropped. And then you bring in Tip and Woody this week. Now, I'm all for a... No, I'm actually not all for a send-off game for a guy who's played 130 games. I've loved Tip and Woody. Nothing against him. But I don't think he deserved another... He's already retired. I, mm. You know, like, he left he us a once. couple of years ago. He's done his best job. And that was his impression. chance. Yeah. Yep. And this was another opportunity. And I'll go back to three years ago, I think it was. We didn't play Bell Chambers in the last game of the year because we wanted to play Draper against um, Max um, Gorn because of the experience. And Bell Chambers, actually, 130 games, didn't get his last little hurrah. Get and I off. thought that was, I thought that's the sort of decisions you have to make to make the players a bit more hungry, a bit tougher. You know, like, that's footy. Sorry, yeah, you know. he actually did get a send-off, you know. No, I'm pretty sure we remember talking about it, you and I. Yeah. And... Anyway, he might have come out and got chaired off after the game, but he wasn't. He didn't get picked. And anyway, so I feel like you know, instead of Tim Woody, it could have been a, just a no, Davy playing against the top team. You know, like just get the experience, or even I would have loved to seen a Voss get a go. Yep. Like, and and the counter to that, well, not the counter. The the other part of that too is it's our home game. Hmm. So if we want to honour players, Waller, whatever we want to yep. do, you bring him out before the game. It Everyone gets that. a chance to. Thanks, Tipper. Yep. Highlight reel. Yep. Play like, the North, mate. Just just hang that goal against North Melbourne in the Louvre. Mm. In the Louvre. And happy days. But, yeah, I I get it. And what shits me more, yep. just on that before you move on, because yeah, I know you're going to. I've got one more, yeah. Collingwood, appreciate the respect shown mm. to, to form your guard of honour. Overdone. Sorry. Andrew Phillips and Waller. Special player, well, Waller in particular, special player to us, for sure. Yep. Um, electric, all that sort of stuff. Let's save the Guard Can't of Honour. Can't do us in a very uh, ugly time. Yes. Mm. Let's save the Guard of Honour for 300 gamers or guys that have 
played yeah. premierships. Well, they're they're, they're the kind of there. ones we need to be thinking yep. Garner Vonner. Not 130 and barely even 100 game Ruckman. Like, yeah. let's appreciate them, club, but yeah. we don't need it. No, I, I agree with that. I think that's a little bit overdone. I don't want to be a Kane Corns in this situation. Well, but... I actually agree with Kane Corns. No, oh, don't say that. We, he we said that we're, we're a bit nice. The Essendon Football oh, Club's a bit nice. I agree nice. with that. Oh, and this is, I've been saying this for years. I'd love to see some Essendon players with tattoos because I can't remember. Name the last Essendon player that had a sleeve. Yeah. And we've been talking about Mr. Ginvan. How much did you want to punch him in the head last night? Lots. Lots. So many times. Exactly right. Didn't even have a sleeve. And I respect it. Well, he gets the job done. Is the thing he's that annoying. Burns you. Yeah. He got that free kick for the high tackle. Fly reacted. All the team reacted to the fact he got a high free kick. And he's sitting there smoking. He gets under skin. The little which, prick. Yeah, he gets under your skin. But and and I say the little prick. It's nothing but admiration. He kicked almost. three goals, didn't he? Three goals, two or something. Three goals, one. I just want to mm. smash him in the face. In the nicest now, the other possible one, way. And the other one I just want to quickly bring up is um, Phillips. Mm-hmm. So he announced his retirement, I want to say four weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, not sure. And so last week they picked him and Draper, and I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. And they dropped um, Brian. Mm-hmm. Now I'll go back to the why. Why do you drop a guy who's retiring? Sorry, why do you keep the guy who's retiring and not play Draper in, for the experience? Like he, you've got to start getting games into him. But Brian. Yeah. And so there's no point playing Phillips. Like I understand why there's a point to play him this because Draper's injured. So you're going in with two Ruckman. I don't understand the whole two Ruckman theory at the moment. Yeah, well, but... last week it should have been Draper and Brian. Yeah, Brian. That's correct. And then, yeah, this week, yeah, well. And, and then everyone's injured. On that, and then, another it, thing. So... Why the hell was Stringer and Draper brought back last week? Exactly. And then injured that... this week. It's like, and this, what my... was the point? Well, I'll tell you what my theory on that is, that I think that um, Scott thought he could win a, get us into a final. I reckon he was there going... And they come out and got beaten by 21 goals. Yep. I reckon he thought that we win this game. I get into... We can, you know, maybe get over... If the tables go the right way, we might sneak across against Collingwood. They're down on form. We could get into a final if, you know, the other games fall our way, which they could have with actually the way the results fell last week. You know, if we'd won, then, Mm. then, you know, the strange We lost by 21 goals. And then all of a sudden they're all injured this week. I went, well, that's hilarious because, I mean, that doesn't... That doesn't sit well with me either. Like well, we you all, yeah. pushed them all out there, got flogged. And went, oh, okay, let's. We've been better off not playing play the them. fucking kids. Not play six them. weeks ago. They should have started playing kids like Voss well, and we like. Kind of, sort of did, but not really. Did we? Who? Sardis. Who did we play? Sardis got the gig. Yep, but and we've been playing kids all so. week a little bit in terms of Hobbs and Caldwell. But there's well, okay, so Hobbs. Voss has Voss kicked three goals. Two. Yeah, or yeah Voss is an anomaly. Three. I agree with the Voss, yep. but who else would you have brought in? Well, I would have had Wiedemann a few weeks earlier. I would Let's have probably play played... Stu- Stuart played five, kick five goals Let's last play week. play the kids. No, but it's playing other guys, maybe, is what I'm trying okay. to say. Is it Throw the magnets around a little throw bit. Throw the magnets around. Some aren't working. So All you right. just go, well, let's try it. Like, it's, it was rinse and repeat. Bring Snelling in, take Snelling out. Bring yeah. Snelling in, bring Snelling out. Throw someone else in there with him. Bring Snelling in, bring Snelling out. Like, that's all we could do. And it was embarrassing. It was is the that, same player. If Snelling's the next is the only player we can bring in out of the VFL, then I've got problems with our VFL team. Nah, they were pretty average. Um, yeah, that's true. They haven't been great either. Now, just sidestep a little bit. Yep. Just for a minute, I want to touch briefly on our our own performance, the Don Pod. Go the Don Pod from last week. Now, 
when we lost by 126, I don't really feel like the pod's going to do that well. I feel like generally sustained shitness generally <clears throat> performs pretty well. And upset remember, wins generally perform pretty well. Remember last year we had to, for our own sanity, we had to stop we doing stopped two doing, a week. We stopped doing two a week. Yeah. Oh, we were not healthy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the YouTube video, I haven't looked at the numbers for Spotify and Apple. The YouTube video, we've only had two videos ever get a hundred, sorry, a thousand views. <laughs> and both of them were last year. Mm. This year, you know, three, four, five hundred views. Perfectly fine. I'm very happy with that world. The the review from last week got over two thousand views, so big thank you from us. That is just enormous. Mm. Um, I can't fathom why that might be because we're that's two thousand absolute suckers for punishment. <laughs> says the guy here recording a podcast. Um, yeah. and and it's fascinating that with such a horrible loss that people wanted to hear and talk about it. Because personally, I, I you know you and I struggled to have that at the start of that podcast last week. We were like. Oh, do we have oh, to talk God. about how shit we are? Like, what are we going to talk shit. about? What are we yeah. saying? God, we're shit. Burn um, that. My, my theory has been the last few places. Burn the place burn down the and start down. again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and secondly, just for what's coming over the next couple of weeks. So I haven't actually spoken to you about this yet. Probably shouldn't be doing this for oh, the first time on recording. I'll but anyway, next weekend, we'll look to do a full season review. Like that Where one. we will go through player by player and rate and cut and you know do our full brutal. management. We're going to be brutal. Oh, if I did it today, sack them all except Langford and Merritt. Honestly, that's the two I'd keep. The rest oh, and go. Brian. I'm a big fan. Oh, of and Brian. Hobbs. Actually, I like Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of defeats the purpose of being. Well, I'll cut them all except twenty five. Well, you can't cut them all. Yeah, <laughs> someone turn up next. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> And then depending on what happens through trade period, we'll look to do little videos here and there, but they won't probably won't be full full pods. And the start of that is that Stuart, who I would have thought could have snuck in. I find this a fascinating one. So Stuart's been delisted with a year to go on his contract. Pretty handy depth, I would have thought. Well, he's a 190, I'm going to say nine centimetre, been playing defender and forward. BZT's very, very strong rumours that he's going to leave. Um, and Got a four-year deal in front of me at Port. Yep, and Mackay, I, I don't, can't see that happening because Sydney are in the discussions and they're going to offer whatever the hell they want because they've always got more money and more, more. you know. The only thing that will hold him there is if he wants to actually stay in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Like that'll be mm-hmm. the only thing because who wouldn't want to go play for Sydney? Well, Let's I mean, if my choice right now, if I was trying yeah. not to be biased, I would, yeah, Sydney's probably my first Sydney, option. you're going to play in grand finals, you know, whereas I can, it's going to be Essendon. earn the same money and be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and if you're leaving north, you don't want to go to Essendon at the moment and go, could be worse. I'm not doing that. Oh, well, given go... the picks that North are going to get, yeah. Well, it yeah, that's be another long. thing I'm not, not that happy about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, now... so we're going to lose. There's going to be fascinating what happens. Anyway, that, that's those, these are things that are all out of our control. We just wait for them to happen and go, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I um, could bring up a conversation about Dodoro, but... Uh, we'll save that for next week can't be well, at some point because I can't understand it. Anyway, um, I did a little comparison. Yep. So last year, yep. general consensus... Mm. We can't defend. Yes. First part of the year, holy shit, we might be able to defend. Yep. This year, I mean. Second part of this year, holy shit, we can't defend. Mm. And that's team defence, not yeah, yeah, no, no. not back six, back even six. though I've got issues. But yeah. Well, it's all about team defence. It's all about midfielders getting up and helping out and all that sort of shit. Mm. So I compared, pair, anyway. I compared 2022 to 2023. Yep. Now we're at the end. I can compare the whole seasons. 
we Look are at you averaging. Doing data. I know it's your job, literally. <laughs> um, we are averaging point nine more points per game. So point less nine. than one point per game more this year. Scores four. Points four. Yep. Okay, good one job. point. One point more <laughs> a game. game. Yes. Well, that's average. shit. Out. So we're the same. Now, like, look, look, uh, look. If you told me at the start of the year you're going to average the same points for but improve in your defence, I'd cop it. Yep, you go. Well, that's the way you need to improve. We are averaging. Mm-hmm. I should have done this maths a little bit sooner. Oh, God, he's doing maths on the fly. Um, People, please 5. check these 8 numbers. 8 points, points less so against. Six. A goal. Yeah. A goal less again. And where did we rank last year? Just do you know? Oh, like, that's not ever... too much. Oh, sorry. Just out of curiosity, so points against from last year. I can find it very back. quickly. It's okay. Yeah, sorry. Because um, that would be interesting to say. So if we were, say, I'm going to say bottom six last year, because it's about our ladder possession. So if we've improved by one goal a game, that wouldn't push you up a lot in that. And if you're not scoring. Uh, we were third last. We were one of three clubs to hit 2,000 points against. Yep. So okay. North so and West Coast were worse. We were the third worst. Are we the Are we the this year, are we, where are we for points against, just out of curiosity, in the ladder? Please, Jim. Third last. What? Third last. The last. But we played one game. Third last. But if Hawthorne concede more than 42. Which they surely will, 42. That will be worse. And then next is Richmond, who would need to concede about 160. No, that's so, not happening. So we're going to finish fourth last. Which, Fourth worst. Well, if, I mean, the ladder ladder is a bit less relevant. The, the numbers alone. No, yeah, it's the numbers. It's it's look. The, the fact of the matter is, we Premiership teams are usually the best at defending and top two or three in goal kicking. So two thousand and fifty points against for us this year. St Kilda are actually at, the best defence. Yep. So if you're at the opposite end of that, then you are points. as far as away from winning premierships as you can possibly be. Because defence. Wins. You. Championships. No, okay. Well, yeah, premierships, same thing. Well, that's what you say. Anyway, he was a Interestingly, guy, yeah, it was Sir Alex Ferguson, soccer guy. How dare <laughs> you? <laughs> I don't know. Soccer guy, <laughs> Sir Alex. Um, Funny first name, only the, only the greatest to ever do it at any rate. Um, interestingly, St Kilda and Carlton are the best two defences in the comp, followed by Melbourne, Western Bulldogs, and then Collingwood, and then Brisbane. And this leads me on to another point I'll make that makes me still concerned about the coaches as much as the players. Is that so? At the start of this, well, the end of last year, three clubs got new coaches: mm-hmm. GWS, us, and St Kilda. Is that correct? Yeah, only the three. Wasn't it? At yeah. least those three. Yes. When those three? If anyone else has got another one, let us know. GWS had finished the year that year below us on five wins. I think we finished on six wins, something like that, or one around those sort of numbers. We should warn me. I would have kept the freaking. Sorry. And then St. Kilda, I think, finished on 11 wins. So they, you know, second to coach at the end of 11 wins. <laughs> we would love to do that. Um, <laughs> so, and then um, GWS now are playing for what should be a top eight spot this week. They've got a very good shot at it. Um, and I wouldn't well, have thought in. of this. Yeah. Well, they're in there at the moment. I think if they lose and the doggies win, they might drop out or something like that, isn't Depends it? Depends on percentage. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But so I wouldn't have thought at the start of the year, if you and I were to sit down there and say, who's got a better list, GWS or us, I would have said about the same. Maybe even us better. Would that be fair? 
I would have had probably the same, if not them, a little bit better. But, but don't forget, they lost Taranto and um and yeah, Hopper. but just in terms of the uh the pillars, the poles, front back. Yeah, yeah. But we we thought at the start we oh we've got Peter Wright, you know we've got you know we've got Zach that yeah you go anyway go on Ridley but you know like I didn't yeah I, yeah yeah I, I'm for just them being to be playing for I, I guess my point is that we've now finished the year in a, as a shambles are we in a shambles as a shambles I don't know we both work and they're both they're still and you know what hurts more is they flogged us last week by 130 odd points and they're still playing finals those other two teams will all play finals now I think St Kilda will probably a better side than us anyway, which hurts to say because I hate them. But yeah, we're we're still a long way. And there's a possibility, a very strong possibility, we could be worse next year. Because as we said, if BCT goes, um Yeah. That makes it a hard. few parish leaves and a few other guys leave, then we're like, well, I don't I don't see where we're gonna get improvement from. It's keep it's continuing to get it out of the Hobbs, Caldwells, Perkins, Coxes, Reeds, hopefully get might play a bit more next year. That's well, where you Because if got, Reed doesn't play next year, then I you have to give up on that. No, no, you don't, because he's he's still only twenty one. He's got to play some VFL though next year. Not not oh, break play down some VFL, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, break yeah. down. Not what play I'm saying. AFL. Yeah. But even still, Charlie Kernow was out of the game for two or three years injured. You've just got to persist. Yeah, but he'd kick 50 goals, I think. Yeah, I know. Before, I'm just Before saying. that happened. We haven't seen patience. any issues. Yeah, I go patience. You're right. Um, and I think that's a bit like people, I did hear, I did hear, I did see some comments about, you know, Sardis last night and, and you know, Cox was. and guys like that. And I thought, these are kids, like Sardis has played six games, hasn't he? Yeah. Cox would have played 30. Yep. I know there was a horrible moment with when he dropped that mark in the Ford, you know, the other Cox yeah, was... Yeah, chess marks are okay sometimes, Nick. And I yeah, would say right. about Sardis, because I saw some of the Viratol as well. Yeah. Like, he he took these... some kick. He took on some kicks. Yep, and he didn't get them. And you got to go, righto, he's played five games, and he's got the mm. balls in front of 74,000 people. Guts, I shouldn't say balls. He's got the guts in front of 75,000 people to take That's that kick. Dog, I mean, you... Toxic masculinity, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> well done, kid. Yeah, I didn't come off. Learn no. you learn your limitations, um, and that's I something don't... that Waller had to learn ha- yep. what he could take on. Because remember, mm. he used to get ping holding the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he figured it out. Perkins is a bit the same now. Takes on a lot. Needs to figure out where his limits are. That's what Sardis is doing. I mean, five games. You can't just burn him at five games. Say, nah, he's no good. And interrupted season. So anyway, I, I hope I really do hope some of those guys bounce back with really good seasons next year and sort of. Stick it up, some of these supporters. Yeah, and we are now today. I blame the guys like I blame. I get frustrated with guys like Langford, Redmond, and guys who played 150 games or 100 plus games. And if they're still spuds or doing stupid things, I'm going. You know, I can understand people's frustration towards Heppel. He's played nearly 200. Putting Langford in that conversation. Sorry, Laverde. Sorry, I didn't mean to. (laughs) The L's wrong. I can understand why people get frustrated with Heppel when you watch him do something stupid. Go, oh, fuck's sake. Which he did leave. last night. The very first yeah. goal they kicked, or second yeah. goal they kicked, left Ginevan all alone, went up the contest, yep. didn't impact it whatsoever, and Ginevan yep. kicked the goal. Oh, and you're like, you should be better out. than that. Like, if that was a 10 game, you go, well, that's just footy IQ. Yeah. But when you play 200 plus games, that's fucking embarrassing. That broke me more than anything else. Um, we are, for the sake of this round, uh, Adelaide, Richmond, and Geelong supporters. Yes. Um, everyone beats. Yeah. No issues with percentage. They just have to win and Didn't they will go free man or two. Us. Kind of free no, no, we're, we're eight no, points ahead of Frio somehow. Um, That's sad. How are we in front of Geelong? Yeah. I mean, like, 
percentage mm. tells you a lot. Our percentage is 89.7. This is 115. So yeah. that tells you a bit. When they win, they're, they're still a strong club. They just fuck it up too often. Well, Adelaide, they're winning. Adelaide are 115% in 13th. But they're scoring. They're all teams that are clearly scoring. They're, they're still working out the defence, but they're scoring. We can't score anymore. Like, as at the halfway mark, we were we were able to kick 100 points a few times. Well, we've got we 67 haven't come points. close to that. 67 points the last two weeks. Yeah, we, we, we haven't even come close to that over the last six or seven. Even against West Coast and North, we didn't kick that many goals. Yeah, you're right. So, um, where do you think Parrish is going? Or do you think he's going movies? I'm concerned. And I, look, I like Parrish as a player. I I understand his deficiencies, I like the it. kicking that people bag on him. But I, that's not, I don't care. And if you look at the stats of other players that play his role, he's about where they all are. Do you, so he, do you understand mm. how questions work? Yeah, I, I let you answer them. <laughs> mm, I'm just finishing my question. It's a long-winded question. Where do you think Paris is going? Do you think he's going? Continues to talk. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've got some issues. So yeah, I I, just, I would like. I'm wondering if you are more concerned that because now it's past the end of the year and it's been no notification, and it's even past his 150th game, which I thought might have been a nice little occasion, that mm. things keep reading like he's. Uh, two points. You answer. Go. Okay, thanks. Two points, and I said this to you earlier. We spoke on the phone because we're actually real friends, not just do a podcast together. Oh, okay. Um, there's two parts of me. One is, why would you want to stay? He is putting his head that. over the footy. He's winning the ball. Mm. I would venture to say he's not the problem per se. But then the other side of that, if you're a professional athlete, I mean, I'm just guessing here because obviously not a professional athlete. Um, oh, no. What about your under 14 career? <laughs> under 12s. Um, under 12s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Went downhill from there. Um, <laughs> any sort of professional sports person, I think, would have should have the drive to, to improve it. Like, okay, mm. yes, you can leave it because it's a yeah. bit shit, or you can stick around and fucking make it better, improve and have it. that, and have that, and have your satisfaction um, at the end, yeah. possibly, probably not. Let's be real, that you you affected the change and you built yep. the club up, or you made that club better here. Yeah. You can piss off to Geelong or whoever it might be, on the chance that you uh, will play finals next year and get immediate success in a team that's already very well. They're good enough. Who knows about Geelong, actually. Mm. Bad example. But you can go to a club that's already in the top eight and just jump on as a passenger and all of a sudden you're playing in a grand final, right? Yeah. There's two sides to it. Depends on the kind of person he is, which I don't know him. The talk, really? The talk (laughs) is that he has an offer in front of him. He wants another year. Yep. I'm all for... Well, two again, two parts. I'm all for no one's bigger than the club. Yes, but, but... Pick, pick your battles. If he wants an extra year, and it's going to take yeah. him through to being 32 instead of 31, and you're front end the contract, whatever. Okay, mm. doesn't doesn't really matter for the sake of one year. This is the last contract he'll probably sign. Like the last, this is his only champion, not for last. This is the first and biggest contract he'll ever sign mm. with us or whoever it is. Yep. So, in as football players, and I understand this as football players too, that they they've got to make take their opportunity now. I also agree with that that if it the club is at their detriment by signing up someone too much money, and we saw this at Collingwood 
I don't want to use an example because they're bloody good now, which is annoying. But they had to get rid of players because they couldn't afford to keep them because they'd overpaid them. And that seemed to somehow fucking work out. Don't ask me. Um, so that's not the sort of situation you want to get into either. So I understand the club's perspective and I understand his perspective and I hope they can find some middle ground. Respect the hustle. Yeah. If you're a top five player at the club and you're at contract negotiation time and you've got, I won't use Geelong, another club saying yep. we'll give you six years and $900,000 a year yep. or we're offering you five years yep. and 850 well, yeah. All right. If you were you work, Sam, don't you? Well, you turn uh, up for a job. I, I I arrive. Yeah. If you had if you had two employees chasing you, one offering you more than the other, and that's the one you're not at, you would be saying to the one you're at, "Look, these other guys are offering me a bit more. I want to stay because I like it here. I've got friends here. You need to bump up your offer, or yep. I'm going." Yeah, correct. And they might be saying, "Well, you're either loyal to us, or you're not. You know, you can go." And it's the exact same thing, and and that's totally understandable. I don't have a problem with that. I'm, and I, I do think he's a very valuable player. Like, I think in a full season, Parrish could be top five, easily Brownlow player. He was. Right? He has been. Yeah. And I in think he past. could easily do it again. So I, I <clears throat> he's a good enough player. And we saw that probably in the first quarter, first half. He was getting a lot of the pill, doing a lot, just no support. Yeah. He, actually, what I know is he feeds it a lot to Merritt. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Merritt it's he's winning the ball. Yeah. That's that's his job. and that's... Merritt uses his kicking skills to move the ball to a target. The and only that's... issue I have with Das is when he's on the run and unopposed. Yep, great word. And the kicking still lacks. Yeah, I, but... I can forgive the, sh- the dodgy yep. kicks when you're under pressure. That's completely yeah, yeah, fine. 100%. And that's but... why those players are such a low kicking efficiency. Yeah, yeah. But McGrath does the exact same thing, and he does it a lot that's of the time. He butchers though. the fucking that's thing. He's kicking his shit house. Mm-hmm. Yet no one's writing articles like well, not articles, but Essendon supporters aren't saying "fuck him off." He can't kick. Like, they're all yeah, picking on Parrish. Parrish at least gets the bloody thing. Yeah. That's McGrath, what we talked about a few it weeks falls ago. Falls to his hand into his hands occasionally, and he fucking runs off and butchers the thing. This is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Darcy's ability to win the ball is why he is required. Yeah, because the club. I know people say that Hobbs will be able to do that call, but but they're still. There's only kids. 30, 40 games. Yeah, Parish. We got Parish in 2015. He, he's at the 150-ish, I'm guessing, Mark, or 120 probably. Who? Parish. Oh, 150. That's the think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you duh. literally mentioned it. <laughs> yep, I got you. I'm here with you. Um, so that's the skill that his next 100 games, it, that brings along the, the Hobbs and the Caldwell. That makes them get into the yeah. – they're not having – if they were to become the number one midfielder next year, they would get flogged. Yeah. It's protection. Yeah. And it's uh, North did it. Who tagged Merritt? Was it North or was it West Coast? One uh, North did it. Yeah, if you yeah. took Merritt out of it. Yep. But Das had thirty-five touches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. Um, are we doing votes or are we going to give it a miss because it was just a bit shit? Um, Again. Should. I haven't thought about it because I thought you'd say no for sure. Uh, no, I had thought about it. It's disgusting to think that you wouldn't think that I would be thinking about things that I think about. No, that's the most confusing sentence I've ever heard. I'll give Merritt three. Durham, two. All right. I thought he was very good. He still does his little Merritt, um, Durham-y things. And I'll just give Nick Martin one because I saw him pop up a lot, even though he did some disgusting things. A couple of times he's kicked. He kicked one along the ground. So you're giving Merritt three as well, then? 
Yeah, yeah, Merritt three definitely. He, oh, he was clearly our best player. Like he's kicks into oh, the yeah. forward line with there. He's tackling. He, I, I, in the first quarter, I thought Parrish was the best player, but he just didn't. That didn't continue on. And they, I did see a, the young kid who came on for Collingwood when, um, what's his name? He got injured, went off. Um, that he seemed to be really hanging around with um, Darcy, so he looked like he might have got a bit of a tag after that. I'm going to give uh, Parish two because no, he still right. had 29 touches and yep. nine clearances, uh, nine tackles. Sorry, six clearances. Hmm. And in the spirit of send off games, I'll give Walla one. For his what? Uh, rocking Three up. rundowns. Just for rocking up. And he nearly made a tackle. He nearly chased someone <laughs> down. It was beautiful. I love the commentators that they're like, oh, he's still in space. And then every time they were still getting rid of the ball, I was going, yeah, he used to catch him. Yeah. <laughs> he used to actually make the tackle. Uh, anyway, that's just. And he used to kick goals and do all these other things. Too. One of those beautiful symbolic votes that we like to do because we're so yeah. shit and we can't actually love give it. out real votes. Um,. Was no VFL? No VFL, VFL. No. Stay tuned for next week. We'll announce the winner of the second Don Pod Best and Fairest. Um, Sam's got a lot of numbers to add up. I can't even remember who won it last year. Is that bad? Oops. You can go um, back and find the audio, mate. <laughs> not that interested. Um, so I, I reckon th- it was Peter Wright, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was Das who just pipped right. Oh, I think, yeah. but. Um, that doesn't matter. It's not like we get them on for an interview or anything. So where to from here, do you reckon, Sam? Like, where, What does the club do over the next few weeks? Beautiful. Go off and get pissed. Beautiful, glorious off-season. The most simple time of my life. Um, yeah. I, I love the fact that I won't be waking up next week frustrated by my team, at least. I struggled to sleep last night just thinking about it. I've tuned out. I... I don't have the emotional connection. Once you lose by 126 points, um, that's me I emotionally I can't help but, checked out. I can't help but still analyse it or think about it and go, well, why does he do that? And why are they playing that? And why I, is he... I just leave it in my own tiny brain as there's still issues. Behind closed doors, mm. there are still issues. We are a joke of a football club at times. We sacked our coach after two years, went after Hub, uh, not Harwick, the other guy, um, Clarkson, Darks, who Clarkson. didn't want to come to us. Oh, Harry Hindsight, for sure. And you've said this, it isn't even my thing. Kept truck last year, got to halfway through the season, still a bit shit. Well, guess who we could have gone after? Mm. Mr. Hardwick. Ex- Miss Exesson and Premier- Premiership cap- coach, sorry. And cap- uh, no, not captain. Player. Premiership player. Mm. Premiership coach. Yep. Three-time premiership. Coach. Again, that's Harry Hindsight. I'm okay with that. But there's still obviously mm. issues off-field. A lot of talk about Kevin Sheedy still trying to pull too many strings. I still think Clark, uh, this Clark Scott sends mixed messages. I still don't care for his messaging. Yeah, some weirdo messaging there, a bit like John Wurst folded his learnings. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I give Scott credit at least in that from the get-go, he said, we're a work in progress. And yes. even when we were fifth on the ladder, it was the same messaging. So I'll give yeah. him a little bit of credit in that yeah, yeah. maybe sort of saw it coming. We kind of sort of saw it coming, but not 21 goals. No, and I still still can't deal with the selections over the last mm-hmm. several weeks. That um, everything was falling shit for probably, you know, before the Sydney game. And yet the selection didn't show that there was anything changing. 
back to your original question, where to now? The the off season's gonna be interesting. The the list changes, the trade period, if we lose BZT, how much that forces our hand with Mackay possibly. I don't um, want to be forced Our to. boy Cal Twimmy had on Twitter uh yesterday day before that Dougal Howard's available. Oh yeah. From St Kilda, one ninety nine He's an option. Ninety four kilo, I think, defender. Not brilliant, but I would it's a bit money ball. I'd rather pay half the price, if not less, for him. Yep. Get, you know, maybe marginally less output. Because it's a tight over. Give us time to get Reed right. And if Dougal Howard's 27, I think, yeah, it might do it. Yep. The other one I've been hearing a bit about, and I'm curious to get your view on, is um, a Fremantle player. I'm just struggling to think of his name. He's a wingman. Um, young, skinny looking little kid. Uh, I think it's Liam Henry. Okay, I wouldn't name him from a bar of soap. Well, he doesn't look like a bar of soap. I like how you've described a football player as young and skinny. Well, he's that's he's, pretty he's much slight. that's all of them. Okay, so he's <laughs> slight and he plays on a wing and he sprints yeah, up and down the ground. Mm-hmm. Frio yeah. are just a bit like who knows anything about Frio really? Frio, you know. Um, anyway, I, I, I think our issues fall around uh, small. Forwards pressure, tall defenders and tall forwards. And defensive midfielders. I think, yeah. Def- Which actually, def- sorry, can I, I just say that? Defend. Setterfield yeah. actually appeared to make a somewhat of a difference once we stopped mm. being complete tools. Yep. Ten tackles. Yeah. For him. And he <laughs> and laid he- a tackle within about the first three seconds. And I went, oh my God, we've got a tackling defensive-minded midfielder again. So, Well, again, he's been playing VFL for the last three weeks. Well, no, he played. He missed one game essentially when he could have played AFL or two. Well, then why but, didn't he? Like, why is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Well, that... I mean, I got I probably just trying to make keep him fit. But then you why are we playing that. Snelling? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not arguing. Well, just just trying to. I just because I look, I think, it, he, I think we've got him to the club because he's a 194 something midfielder who can tackle and do a bit of a role. Mm-hmm. Boom. We need. We've been screaming for one of them for years, and there's one that was top 12 pick. You know, came. And the first one, well, no, ten games he played before he got injured or whatever it was, looked really good. His structure was helping us. You know, he was he helping got Parish. Exactly what we wanted. Yeah, he was helping Parish and Merritt play their roles and all that sort of stuff. You know, yep, beauty got injured, fair enough. And then played, I reckon, two games in the VFL before he came back. I think you played one, then the VFL, had and then a there buy, was a bye. So he didn't even play. Yeah, weird. But well, he had but, a he had a stringer fl- came back injured and Draper came back injured. Different injuries. And I again, I'm only devil's advocate here. Setterfield's yeah, no, was pretty... a broken foot, like a crack or something in his foot, wasn't it? I don't know. Stress-related injury. Yeah, yeah. So I can forgive it. Anyway, we're going to leave it there because it's just nothing to talk about. We'll take a deep dive next week into the full season mm. and then maybe what we think might happen in terms of list changes. Um, until then, thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. That was heartfelt. Thank you, Nathan. Um, we appreciate your time and uh, support. Go Don's Toodle Pip. <laughs> Go Bombers. No pipping.